Welcome to the Macro Millionaire Podcast with Jesse and Erica Dale, where we explore how to get the most out of life, focusing on purpose, passion, and prosperity. Hey guys, welcome back to our Macro Millionaire podcast. Thanks for joining in tonight. And uh, we are going to be talking tonight about goal setting and our beliefs on goal setting. Jesse and I kind of differ a little bit, a little bit. We have some agreeances and some disagreeances. And so we figured it being the beginning of a new year, this was a really good topic to start with. Yeah, so I tend to go against the common popular wisdom, if you will, as far as goal setting. I don't I can't stand goals. And as I learned more about myself, it's not that I can't stand goals, but let me first tell you why I would even make that statement. 80% of New Year's resolutions do not come into fruition or end in failure, and 92% of goals that are set don't come into fruition either. So, and that 80% statistic is by February 15th. So by February 15th, 80% of the New Year's resolutions has failed and 92% of goals fail. So I'm not about like a, a failing world. You know, that's, that's not my vibe. I want to see people succeed and set them up for success. And what we're going to talk about today is I think some good ways that you can implement and use goal setting to your advantage to literally reverse those statistics. So having an 80% success rate or 92% success rate. So I can kind of open up with some mistakes that I see people make when they set their goals. And I kind of have four of them. And then Erica, you can kind of give me your uh, your viewpoint, viewpoint on that as well. But the first is I think people set unsustainable goals, not unrealistic. I think anything can be accomplished, but unsustainable. So I see that a lot in coaching athletes is they'll coach or we'll coach them with the goal to get really, really, really lean. Well, that's actually a very unhealthy place. And they reach that goal and they think like, hey, this is, I hit my goal. I now want to keep this. And when they realize like, wow, no, it's A, not sustainable to keep this, nor is it healthy. They go through some real withdrawal systems, uh, you know, symptoms. So I think that's a big mistake is, is, is setting an unsustainable goal. Uh, another thing is number two, not setting up goals smartly with a strong why. So you might have heard that goals should be set up specific, measurable, time sensitive, you know, achievable. yeah, achievable. So, you know, setting the, those goals up smartly with that smart acronym uh, and having a strong why behind them. So we've seen that uh, people that set up their goals using that SMART method is good, but when you, when you follow it up with a very strong why, then it tends to be a little bit more ingrained. And then or third, not establishing a purpose for their goals. Goals tend to be pretty self-serving, which there's nothing uh, wrong with that. That's part of this podcast is we want to create the best human being that we can from an inner self. But we found that with the psychology of people, they tend to stick to their processes, stick to their goals a lot 
more when someone else is benefited from the goal. So if it makes it about others as well and not just themselves. So who else would benefit from you losing 20 pounds, from you leveling up your finances, from you improving your marriage? Who else around you would benefit? And that really kind of takes that why statement and 10Xs it and provides that goal purpose. And then lastly, number four goal mistake that I see is people not setting up goals that really are things that they want. They might think they want more money or they might think they want to have a, be in a size two dress or have ripped abs or whatever. And really that's an extrinsic motivator. It's kind of what the world tells them they think they should have. So they've kind of been conditioned to think that these should be their goals, but they're really not deep down what they want. They've just been pre-domesticated into what society thinks that they should look or make or whatever it might be. Yeah, so I mean, I I go back and forth on goals and goal setting and I think that there is a time and a place. I think that we should always be making progress regardless of what area of life it is. I think we should always be growing and that's that's part of um, something that's really important to both of us. And I think that if you don't you don't know what direction you're going, it's kind of hard to grow. And so one of your things I would agree with is that people don't really know what they want and they're not, they don't have clarity. Um, right. And I think that that's so important. And and I can 100% agree with a lot of times we, we set goals because we think it's what's expected of us or we think it's what we're supposed to do. And those goals I think are the ones that often do not get accomplished because like you just said, they, they don't serve a purpose. They serve someone else's purpose. Um, one of the things I've done over the last few years is setting, you know, different categories of your life. So, um, maybe physical, you know, emotional relationship, spiritual, uh, growth and, and, um, giving and, and whatever, you know, those types of categories, they can be whatever fits your world. And then kind of goal dumping. So you go into each category and for a few minutes, you just start writing stuff. So, you know, if, if I were thinking about, you know, physical health, then maybe some of the categories I'd write down would be like a specific weight or um, a look that I wanted to achieve, or maybe, you know, some a weight in the gym I wanted to be able to, to lift or if I was a runner, which I am not, maybe a, a run time, like things like that. And you would just dump, 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 dump. And then you would take three minutes, you look them over and you'd highlight the top three. And then you would circle the, the most important of those three. And the cool thing is that as you're dumping these things out, a lot of them by accomplishing that number one, you're going to accomplish all the littler ones. And yeah, yeah. So, so you said a few things that kind of struck out to me that uh, that I agree and maybe can offer another point of view on. But one of the other issues that I have with goals is, and I used to be a very, very I, a goal getter, and you know all those euphemisms. But one of the things that I found with the goal mentality is it it puts a ceiling 
on your growth. So you might say, hey, I want to make a million dollars and you go, go, go. And then it happens and maybe you feel fulfilled, maybe you don't. But what if your true capacity was to make $10 million? You know, how much more could you be contributing? And that was the thing that you did say about goals that I did uh, agree with is growth and contribution. Mm. And again, that kind of goes back to my issue with goals is do they put a ceiling on your growth. So I kind of have some ideas, but what would kind of be your response to, to those things? Yeah, I think that they definitely can. I think, um, it, I don't think that you should ever limit yourself. I think we do that already. I mean, mm -hmm. I think that that's just sure. human nature. We, and, and society limits us and, and whatever we could be a whole nother episode for you guys. But, um, I think, yeah, I think that that can limit it, but if you're always, progressing and you're always growing, you're going to break past those limits. So even if, you know, if, if your goal was X in the next six months, well, once you achieve that, then you should look for the next thing. And, uh, and not necessarily, you know, chasing goals like you've said, or, or uh, chasing the carrot type of thing, but just knowing like, hey, there's another level. There's something else I can, I can strive for that's going to better myself, better the people around me because it should be who am I impacting um, type of thing. But I think that you can fall into that and that setting goals could limit you if you allow them to. Yeah, and I think that, again, I, I'm just really goal bashing here. <laughs> I think another issue with the goals is goals almost by definition are extrinsically motivated. So you're either avoiding some type of punishment um, or you're chasing some type of reward. So, you know, you have your intrinsic motivators and your extrinsic motivators. So I think if you're not careful, goals can lead to a fixed mindset. So, for example, you know, you get to the point where like, hey, I'm going to set this goal that I know I need to obtain because I want that dopamine rush. But, you know, I don't know if I'm going to set a goal much beyond this because if I don't if I don't meet it, I won't feel good or I won't get that dopamine rush or I won't get that extrinsic motivation, that trophy or whatnot. And I think that could really be a growth killer. Uh, I think that growth is the best form of an intrinsic motivation that you can get. There's no limit. There's no ceiling. And you don't have to wait for some arbitrary trophy or you know whatnot to be given to you to appreciate the fruits of your labor. You know, if you if you say you have a goal to run a mile, okay, maybe you get there, maybe you don't get there. But if you say, you know what, I'm gonna grow moving forward every day, every day you take a centimeter of a step is a victory. So you don't have to get to this like, whoa, this huge milestone for pardon the pun to give yourself an accolades and to give yourself a that a boy. Wow, I'm really growing forward. Mm -hmm. So I'm big into the growth mindset over the, the fixed mindset. And I think if you're not careful, goals can lead you down that fixed mindset pathway. Yeah, I, I would agree with that too, for sure. And I think it's all about how you structure things. Um, I think it's really about knowing yourself, mm. you know, because I do set goals um, but I, I know that I'm not limiting myself. I know that that's a stepping stone for me for anything in life. Um, and I think what Jesse and I would, we would both agree on is, and the reason why a lot of goals or majority of goals, um, fail or people fail at their goals is many, many attributes. But I think the biggest thing is 
we set these lofty goals and we have no idea how to really achieve them. Right. We, we, we don't have a process. You know, uh, oh, it's January 1st. My goal is to lose 25 pounds. And so you get excited and that excitement can carry on for two days, two weeks, February 15th. That tends to be the cutoff date. And you're in the gym and you're gung-ho and you're hardcore until you're not. And then it's just like that that cycle starts all over again and you rebound and, and it's just like, ah, screw it. You know, the, the effort mentality where now you're you're back into the next year. And yeah. You're in that same place again. Yeah. And that that's another great point against goals. And then I am going to actually say some positive things about how you can use your goals to your <laughs> Goal advantage. Hater. But uh, that, that would be another thing is I see a lot of conditional love on goal-driven mentalities. Like they can't love themselves mm. until that goal is met. And again, we saw that a lot or continue to see that a lot with athletes that we train. And it's a really, really sad mindset. We should be unconditionally loving ourselves whether we get the carrot or not get the carrot. And this is going to kind of be where I'll segue into, I think, how we can use goals to our advantage. I believe that goals that are set without a process or an identity, that's why so many goals fail in the world. I mean, that's why the statistics that I said at the beginning of this talk are what they are, because you have this goal, but no identity or process behind the goal. So it's either, it's a kind of an all or nothing. So what do I mean by that? Say that I had a goal to run, say a 5K. Say I want to run a 5K uh, in 2020. Well, I first need to identify as a runner and then give myself evidence in a growth-driven process that I am a runner. So that might be that I run two meters a day, you know, not very far, but that's at least giving my brain evidence towards my identity. And then I can say, okay, I have this goal of a 5K. I need to take my already formed process and identity and do more of it. But I'm not doing anything that hasn't already been put in place. Hmm. Yeah, I, I could agree with that for sure. And I think one of the things that we we both do or we've developed over the years and what we try to teach to others is is just that 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 process driven right growth driven because you're going to get the goal in the in the end of the day yeah, right yeah and, and like you've said before to me because we, we've talked about this a lot um especially here in the new year because it seems to be on everybody's mind but um you know if if your goal is to make a million dollars you know maybe not setting a deadline, maybe not saying by the end of the year, but instead I'm going to implement X, Y, and Z. And I know that X, Y, and Z will get me to a million dollars. It might be this year. It might be next year. It might be five years from now. Right. Um, but processes that you can continue every single day. Yeah. And I love a quote that, that I've heard from you, marry the process, divorce the results. Yeah. And I love saying that because I, I am a results-driven person. I really am. But when you are growing to, um, daily and you are building upon your processes and they never shut off daily, then results are kind of just a given. Yeah. You know, you don't have to necessarily go and like put them out on social media and say, hey, these are the results. Of, the results are coming in every single day. You're getting closer and closer to being the best version of yourself every single day uh, when you really, really marry that process. And I think, you know, you could say marry 
the identity or marry yourself, love yourself, love the person that you are, and then expand on that. Yeah, I think processes, habits, you guys could call them habits. Sure. Um, and it's so cool to watch people just start to implement a couple things. You know, start small and then those things compound and compound and now they're just natural. You know, you, you wake up in the morning and, and you brush your teeth. You go to bed at night and you brush your teeth. It's a habit. But at one point in your life, it wasn't a habit. Someone taught you that. Someone implemented that. Um, you know, and you could say the same things from a, a physical health standpoint. You know, hey, I'm just, I'm going to move today. I'm going to move tomorrow. I'm going to move on Sunday. And then, lo and behold, you're moving every single day by habit. It's no longer force. It's no longer something you even have to think about. And guess what? You're getting healthier day by day by day. Yeah. And, you know, I'll give it a great example using you, Erica, as the example. You had a goal to do a figure competition. And I think this was a great example of a goal that was not set upon a process because Erica, like, literally, I mean, she got a special award for how hard she trained towards this goal. I mean, it, she, it was amazing. Like, she went all in, did everything, crossed the T's, dotted the I's. And went from literally zero miles an hour to 110 miles an hour, obtained the goal, did several shows uh, in a row, and then what happened? You know, literally, there was no process to, to stay, uh, no process or identity to fall back on. Like, like quit the gym, quit eating, quit tracking. You know, gained gained weight back rapidly, and it was a it was a kind of a dark time in in in, in your life. Yeah, for sure. You know, so I think that, and I see that it's very, very common where I feel like now you have an identity of being a healthy person. You reinforce that identity by knowing your, what you're putting in your mouth, you know, being active. And I think it would be a complete different uh, experience for you if you said, you know what, I now want to speed up my, uh, my already made process. I want to speed it up. I want to go for speed and maybe do another show. And the same thing would happen. You'd get in great, 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 great shape, not sustainable shape, mm -hmm. you know, but you'd get in great shape, but now you would fall back to a process yeah. Yeah. and you, you wouldn't have, I mean, you were literally always depression and you know. Yeah. And it's the same thing. And you, you guys can relate this to any aspect of your lives. Um, you know, consistency is key in, in anything. Consistency, habits, processes, we can call it what we want. There are times, like Jesse just said, when you have set habits and set processes, you can do a burst. You can sure. do intense activity for a short period of time, and then you fall back on whatever those processes were, whatever those daily habits were, without completely reversing the, the year of work you've put in or however long you've put in. Yeah, absolutely. I think that... The, a properly set up goal is going to take an already established process and just add speed to it yeah. or just add a extra focus to it. You know, and I think that that, that will definitely, you'll head in the right direction, but setting a goal with, without a process, I think is just destined to failure. And I think the research supports that. Yeah, I would say so. Those numbers are pretty staggering. <laughs> yeah. So I'll basically, uh, I, I think that I've said I, I beat goals up enough, and <laughs> I think I do have some uh, three kind of takeaways from me, uh, and then I'll let uh, I'll let Erica close this out. But the number one, I've said this a few times now: take an existing process and identity that you have, 
Okay, so you might be, say, a nurturing father or a nurturing mother, and you might say, you know what, I want to take this nurturing to the next level. So I'm going to be a goal to write a book on parenting. Okay, well, you already have the identity as a nurturing person, as a giver. You already have the process that you have of what you do day to day to take care of your family or whatnot. Now, a goal to write a book on that would be great. You're already, you're just 10xing an existing process that you already have established in your life. Or if you're, maybe you aren't any of those things and you still have that same goal to write a book on parenting or whatnot, you would want to get a system and process in place first before maybe starting starting that book. Uh, the second thing is goals can speed up your process. So say, look at your process as something that you do every single day. You do it without thinking, like Erica said, you know, your habits. You can use goals to speed up the the uh, results of those habits. You know, so if my habit is to identify as a runner and as, as evidence of that, my process is to run a mile every day and then I want to go run, you know, full marathon, I can say, all right, well, I'm not going to run a mile every day. I'm going to say I'm going to run a mile, you know, for four miles a day and then I'm going to up that to five miles until I work my way up to, to that 26 miles. And what's cool about that, my third point is I think when you add speed, to a process, like Eric was saying, that burst, you know, that, that and that is a goal-driven mentality built off a process. I think that's when you when you develop a whole new standard. Mm. You know, like people will say, like, "Oh man, how do you eat pizza and this and that, and you know, have abs all the time, or or whatever it is?" Or you might see the the millionaire financially who you know, like seems like he's spending money everywhere he or she goes, but they 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 just have a standard that they protect. You know, and that's built the standard, your, your minimum level of a standard would be your process. So I have a, uh, say a body weight or a certain level of physique that I have a minimal level of standard. Well, I find that when I 10 X that by setting new goals, the standard tends to increase along with that. So now my standard isn't 40 miles an hour anymore. It's now 50 miles an hour, but I got to that 50 by setting a goal to go 100 for a very short period of time. And then I just kind of settled back at 50 instead of back to the original 40. Yeah, I love that. And one of my, one of my favorite quotes is, uh, change your standard, change your life. Absolutely. So, you know, if you're looking for those, those big goals, for lack of a better word, um, or the abundant life, you know, it's, it's not an overnight process. It's not something that's going to change but if you can make those small implementations and things that are going to change your standard you know change your set point something that now when you fall back on it it's a little bit better quality than it was before and that's going to ultimately begin that life-changing process yeah absolutely well hopefully uh, this has helped you to just do some critical thinking and especially when, when a goal presents itself you know maybe a goal at work presents itself or a new opportunity arises and you're like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna go for this you know you'll be able to think okay well what system and process do i already have in place that is going to catapult me that I'm going to improve upon so that when I reach this this goal, I'm able to sustain it um, and not lose my identity. Or if I do miss this goal, I'm still falling back on my identity, which is growth driven. I believe that uh, the abundant life is all about growing, which never stops and contributing from that growth. Yep. If you're, if you're not growing, you're dying. Absolutely. We have all kinds of quotes tonight, but I think that exactly just to kind of piggyback and close out what Jesse said is what what daily actions can you 
change or can you just increase a little bit? Can you add two that are going to compound to ultimately allow you to achieve what you're after? Yeah, absolutely. Well, let us know what you think. If we got you to do some critical thinking, if you absolutely hated everything I said on goals and goal passing, let me hear it. I'm a big boy. I can take it. And we, uh, we appreciate all of your guys' support. Thanks for joining us on today's Macro Millionaire Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe and leave a millionaire review. Until next time, keep working toward the abundant life you deserve.